0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. Richard joins the show to tell us about some amazing experiences he's had, including one with his family as a child and several others over the coming years. So please welcome to the show, Richard. Got some really awesome experiences there. So like, uh, let's get Richard on the show. G'day Richard there. You, you there, mate?
0: Oh, I certainly am. Yeah, g'day Anthony. How are
1: you? Good, mate. Yourself?
0: Yeah, pretty good, thanks.
1: Yeah, That's awesome, mate. Um, yeah, sorry about the technical glitches there earlier, really, mate, but um, we finally got there. I um, swear the uh, the aliens they or did. whatever's going above there, mate, don't want to hear these stories. Um, yeah. They don't want these stories released, so whatever's going on, it's definitely going against us. But um, yeah, <laughs> well, ma- got there in the- <laughs> we did, we did get there in the end. But mate, thanks for joining the show, so we'll get into it, mate. Um, so you've had some pretty awesome experiences there, mate. Do you want to go and tell us about them?
0: Yes, I've had a, had a few experiences in my um, my lifetime, and uh, yeah, look, I um, I think the first one, well, the main one was um, when I was about eleven year old. Um, we'd, we'd just come to Australia from England. Uh, we were staying at the Wake called Migrant Hostel. I um, think it was about 1969, and uh, yeah, it was just going on about eleven years old, I think, at that stage. And um, anyway, it was me, my my younger brother. Um my mum and dad and uh, there wasn't much to do at the hostel, so uh, we, we you know, pestered my mum, I think, to uh this one particular day we, we pestered her to take us to the local park there at the Wacal Hostel. It was sorta of, it, it 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 bordered on the um uh the actual Wacol Army base, uh, which was there at the time. And um anyway, uh we uh we pestered her that much she, she said, Look she'll she'll take us for about 15 minutes because it was starting to get dark and uh, anyway we went over there and uh, played on the swings and <laughs> anyway uh, mum said you know it was time to go and we were just leaving the park and uh, as we were just uh, walking off my mum I noticed my mum looking up and she said oh look at that and uh, and I looked up and I saw there were like three three bright stars in the in the sky and um, anyway they were moving in formation like a triangle shape. Formation and then they just abruptly stopped. And uh, then one of them, the, the one, the lead one, sort of came down in a zigzag pattern. It, it, it came down, across, down, and it was there. It was probably uh, 50 meters off the ground and uh, it was probably about 30 meter diameter. Um, it was gunmetal gray underneath, but it, it seemed to really, if you, if you didn't sort of see it, it uh, when it came down, you wouldn't know it was there. It was um, it seemed to absorb the darkness, so to speak. But uh, but anyway, it was sitting there. There was no noise, uh, and and I did notice uh, back back then. Um, I think it was uh, it was in the summer months, I believe, and um, the uh, all the insects they all they all just stopped. Uh, the cicadas, the uh, crickets, they they just went quiet. And, uh, Anyway, me, my mum, my dad, my younger brother were just in awe looking at this object hovering off the ground and then um, all of a sudden it was like a a blue flash came up underneath it and and, uh, it was like a blue beam that came down from the craft and I could see where the beam stopped and started in the air and it slowly came down to the ground. Um, Diameter wise, you could could have probably fitted an average family car under. Uh, inside the beam. That's how wide this beam came down. And um, anyway, it slowly came down and it hit the ground. And it must have been there for a, for a few minutes. Uh, this was, and uh, I, I called it like a laser blue color uh, at that time, and uh, the most beautiful blue. But the funny thing was, we weren't scared. We were just in awe of this object. And uh, and then after a few minutes, the the beam, the blue beam, slowly rose back up again. And and this object, this well, this craft, uh, it. it Went back up the exactly the same pattern it came down the exact pattern joined the other the other two crafts and the whole three just shot out into space and they were gone within a matter of seconds um, yeah that was one one um, uh, thing that I uh, close encounter. <laughs> that would have been incredible uh, oh it was awesome awesome and uh, oh look it it, it it changed my whole way of you know thinking feeling just um, yeah, I knew then that um, we, we weren't alone and uh, I knew it was nothing from this, this planet. We just didn't have that technology back then and um, yeah, it was, um, we still don't. <laughs> and uh, I mean this thing had travelled from, as I said, when it first came down, it, it, it looked like there, might, there would have been you know, at least 50 to 100 k's up, up in, the, in, in space, you know, and, uh, and this, this was down 50, 50 metres off the ground within, I'd say, it took all of about two seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just awesome. It was uh, unbelievable. Uh, but, uh, there was another another one that I saw pretty recently. It was about 18 months ago. Um, I, I'm out of Redbank Plains now and um, bought a house out there. And uh, I've, got, I've got a friend that lives probably five minutes down the road. His name is James. And he was living with his mum. And uh, this one particular night, it was about 8, 8 p.m., uh, I drove down there, all into his yard. And just as I pulled in, I saw this red object floating across the tops of the, roof, the rooftops. Anyway, I got out the car and I, I had a closer, you know, got to see it a bit closer. and it Probably doing about you know, two or three kilometres an hour just gliding. It was like it was on ice. It was just gliding. It didn't deviate uh, up, down, sideways. It was just, it was, yeah. and, and uh, anyway, that, that particular time, I, I'm banging on my friend's back door and I said, James, James, quick, get out of here. And he you he, he could hear it in my voice. I was a bit, um, you know, uh, uh, hyped up, I think. And he, he said, who is it? I said, it's Richard, you know. And uh, anyway, he came out, him and his mum came out. And we stood at the, at the fence, uh, well, the back of the house the fence line there. And this thing was probably only meters. I'm talking probably about five, six meters away from this. And it was about the size of one and a half cars. It was a triangle shape. And um, it was... Red. It was like a, a deep blood red, but every two seconds, it was like a pulse. It it would pulsate, and it 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 in intensity. The, the the color of the red really brightly, and then two seconds it would die back down. It was doing that all the time as, as it was gliding past, and uh, and and it had no no uh, no noise, nothing, no no propulsion, uh, sound of propulsion or anything like that. Was it was, uh, it, was a, it was an actual triangle shape, and. Um, and then it it was slowly it was just, I got the feeling it was looking for something or someone or it, it was the way it was gliding over the rooftops, and and uh, anyway it it saw so, so, you know went went past us and uh, then all of a sudden it just blinked out it just disappeared, um, and uh, yeah that was uh, another sighting I've, I've seen you know a few other things I, I saw a craft uh, over at Augustine uh, Highway it was probably. Probably a few months ago, actually, this one. It was during a storm, and uh, I had my phone out the window trying to uh, photograph it. But I think I've got, got my phone uh, more soaked, and uh, <laughs> the screen was covered in water. But uh, the, the safe. Uh, yes, but it was uh, this thing was probably oh, a lot bigger. Uh, it would have been probably at least um, a good fifty to sixty meters across, and there was numerous lights around it. Uh, there was red red white lights that were uh, around there so this this was a round, round saucer-shaped shape uh, but it was pretty low it was actually under the clouds and that's why i noticed it but uh, i couldn't pull over it was on the main centenary highway of augustine heights and uh augusta and uh they uh, yeah i was trying to find somewhere i could pull over and photograph it. by the time i'd you know found somewhere this had already gone past some trees and i couldn't see them any longer but um, Another time I was with my son again in Redbank Plains. Uh, It was probably going back a few years ago now. We're traveling in the car and uh, coming back from the local shops along Hedges Road. And I saw this red orb. I mean, this thing was screaming across the night sky. Um, And then all of a sudden, just boom, it just came to an abrupt halt and and just did an automatic about face and flew back off the same way. Um, that it had traveled you know i'm talking it would have been doing you know over a 1, thousand 1500 ks an hour it was it was just absolutely i've never seen anything move so quick in my life and then just come to a dead stop and then do, do the opposite direction with, with you know, in an instant you know um, within a split second and uh, you know uh, the amount of g forces that yeah would have been you know that it would have exerted i mean uh, and, and most of these crafts that I've seen, they, uh, well apart from the, um, the triangle one that I saw, uh, they, uh, you know, they're you certainly not from this planet. Nobody can withstand that, those you know, sort of G-forces, although the crafts just you know, they can't travel that fast. You know, they're not they're man-made anyway at this point in time. So, but, um, yeah, My son, my actually oldest son, he's, he's seen uh, several crafts himself. He was with his wife the other uh, few weeks ago again, uh, at Collingwood Park. Uh, I think a, a, new, a quite a few people had seen it apparently that night too, and um, it was a, a, an object that he, he couldn't make out the shape of, it, but he saw the lights on it, and uh, and then this thing just shot straight up. And uh, he had his young baby in the car and, uh, and his wife, that they, they saw it as well, and uh, and then he said probably minutes later there was these jets flying over screaming across the sky where this object had been and uh, yeah but uh, no we're certainly not alone I know that for a fact I've known um, that since almost you know as I said 11 years old and that um, uh, the funny thing was that 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 time at, at wake hostel when when we uh, when this craft had, had uh, left uh, we, we got home and I did I do remember my mum's saying she didn't realize how late it was now as I said we we were, were in that park around about six o'clock. You know, it would have been probably uh, just after quarter past six. Well, it should have been around a quarter past, half past, at the latest when we should have got home. It was only a, uh, that, you know, probably a five ten minute walk, from there to our uh, uh, house, you know, in the in the hostel there. And uh, that, I do remember mum saying, you know, it was uh, nine thirty. So I I don't know what happened that night. But um, uh, it was really strange. But uh, my mum says she can't remember. Um, the, the missing time, but um, but I, I do recall, her saying that. But, um, mm.
1: No mate, that's incredible, mate. You um got to be one of the luckiest guys I've heard so far, having all these experiences from the age of eleven onwards, and I think a Thank lot you. of people would be quite jealous, <laughs> to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, we're definitely not alone. I can guarantee, I can honestly say that without a shadow of a doubt. And um, again, you know, I um. You know, uh, uh, as I said, the one at Wakel they, they were near a, a military installation. there. As I said, it was Wacol Army Base or Army, Army Barracks there at that time. Yeah. And uh, so they, they seem to be, you know, um, very interested in our nuclear capabilities and, and Army, you know, facilities, Air Force, you know, air bases, that sort of thing. And, um, yeah. Uh, it always uh, seems to be the
1: hotspots, eh, around our military. So yes, they always I, seem to be keeping an eye on it. Yep, yep. So with well, that I've one, in, got... um sorry, mate, you go, go, go ahead.
0: Yeah, sorry, I, I just got a post before. They've they've just taken a photo. This was today. Uh, the uh, La Palma uh, volcano, was it? Uh, La Palma, is it? Um, the island that's got the volcanic uh, eruptions at the moment. Oh, I'm not sure,
1: mate. I've been a bit lucky house... on the news though
0: lately. Yeah, a lot of houses have been lost, and I um, think it's over somewhere near Madagascar, somewhere around that way, anyway. Oh. And,
1: uh,
0: but it's been on the on the news anyway. It's one of the biggest vol- volcanic eruptions of, of late. Yep. And, uh, it's scraping all these towns there. and uh, But anyway, um, they've just uh, snapped a, uh, a photo of a UFO going through the uh, eruption. It's, it's going up and, uh, yeah, that was um, uh, today, I believe. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I'll have to go and check it out at some point. Yep. So if we can uh, yep. decipher a little bit and see what's going on. Hmm. But um, yep. with the uh, your experience there in Waco there, um, do you have any ideas of what the, the craft might have been looking for with the beam going down?
0: Well, I looked, my mum seems to think that it took something up and I, I couldn't see it. I can't remember seeing anything going back up into the beam. I, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, as I said, I, I, I remember the beam coming down, but uh, I, I really don't think I could couldn't see anything going back up into the beam. But um, yeah, my mum seemed to think that there might have been, but um, yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, so how long do you think the whole experience sort of went for? But obviously, um, you've got some sort of missing time it, there, but all up, probably five minutes. Yeah, it mean, was a like, decent amount of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: When you see something like that, it's just you. you. But the funny thing was, we, you know, nor, I, I don't know. Uh, I just know that we we had no fear whatsoever of it. We we just didn't you know have any. Cause, I mean, usually what people don't understand or, or they, they tend to fear. And, and um, but no, there was nothing nothing like that. We just weren't scared about it. We were just in awe of watching this 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 craft um that uh, we knew wasn't was not from this world and uh you know it was um certainly an experience i'll never ever forget until the day i die you know and,
1: yeah uh, absolutely that's incredible so um, with the craft though you're saying that was a triangle craft as well with the wake up yes Is that Any... was a recent
0: one about 18 months ago i saw that and um Yep.
1: Okay. Yep. Okay. So, any um, sort of dis, uh, like distinguishable features on it? Like um, usually the triangle craft. Usually people can refer to like the TR three B. And... No,
0: nothing, nothing like that. There was no markings on it, and no, we were pretty close to it, and uh, there was no noise, no humming, no, no propulsion. I mean, this thing was traveling at two or three kilometers an hour.
1: Yeah. I so you'd think I a lot of people have seen it.
0: TRs, that, I'm sure they can't go that slow. They drop out of the sky.
1: <laughs> no, apparently they can. They hover along pretty well. Um, that's pretty. It, yeah, um. Yeah. Not the not TR... know they
0: could go at those speeds like that. But um, yes, yeah. But no, this anyway. This, I'm sure they, they just can't uh, disappear uh, as in a blink of an eye. You know, they can dematerialize and and uh, and vanish. I'm sure they don't have that uh, capability. No, I'm not one. sure on
1: that one. They they think the um well people claim that the TR three B is supposed to be the human version of the um alien technology, so it's one of yeah. our little creations. So depending on what yeah. we've got on that, I suppose um, people have claimed that the uh, they can see like a shape distorting through the sky, like you know how like if um they got the they're Something translucent, but you're getting like a bit of a, a warp through it, hazy sort of a miragey sort of a looking. Yeah. So must uh, there's some like, because it would have been night time when you saw this yes, it was it was about 8 p.m yep yep so it would have been dark you might have they could under the, the cloaking not. ability maybe
0: well the way it sort of just flashed out you know it uh and it, again it was like it was a, a pulse that was like a not i wouldn't say biological but that's sort of the impression i got it was like it was it, it was a heart not a heartbeat but it, it was just pulsating you know every two seconds it had Pulsate and just the whole thing, They would just light up really brightly. And then two seconds, it had died down. It did that all the time, you know. And we were watching this for, a few, for about a couple of minutes, you know, two or three minutes. We were watching this, this craft, and we were so close to it. Um, you know, I'm talking metres away from it.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Um, so no noises or anything like that at all?
0: Not a thing. No. Wow. In fact, my friend and his mum were getting were getting a bit... A bit uh, uh, scared, I believe. They, they were trying to put things to it, and his mum said, is it a plane? I said, well, there's no wings, and planes don't, can't go at two or three kilometres an hour. You no, they'll uh, definitely fall out of the sky. <laughs> and James, my mate, he goes, oh, is it a drone? I said, well, there's no noise, there's no propellers, there's no visual signs of propulsion, nothing. And, and I think they were getting a bit uh, anxious because they, they didn't know what it was, and, and they were trying to... Um, trying to um, uh make themselves feel a little bit less intimidated I, I guess by trying to put something to it but yeah and at the end he said, um no he said um you know he he called it a diamond but i called it a triangle and uh yeah but um no it um definitely was um something very very uh very unusual that uh i, I still haven't seen anything to even match this thing as well you know but uh we could do, but it was as I said, it was like the whole thing just pulsated and and, and uh, generated this this bright red uh glow and then it'd go probably fifty percent down, die down, and then fifty percent up again and, and it was like a, a sort of a heartbeat sort of thing, you know, it was yeah, it was weird.
1: Uh, yeah. So was the glow like sort of like lighting up the area as well, or was it just a glow in its own general sort of space?
0: It was just glowing from the the whole thing just lit up. It wasn't, wasn't lighting off the ground or anything. No, no, it wasn't from one one thing. The whole thing actually lit up like it was just one, one light. It was just like one. Yeah, no, it was uh, a bit hard to sort of just uh, you know interpret. You know, to uh, make you know, uh, yeah, just a bit hard to sort of describe how what I saw. You know, it was. Um, and that's the only way I can describe it as like a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, uh, no, that's fair it enough.
0: Just uh pulsated every two seconds. It would have been about two seconds. You'd have a, a bright and then a low, deep red, but it was like a blood red colour, uh, and then a real bright red. And um, mm.
1: that's very interesting. Was there anything in the, um, in the reports in the local Facebook, like you know, the buy sells, or something? Like any reports at all?
0: Not of that one, but were, a couple of weeks after I saw the one at um, Augustine Heights on the highway when it was raining and there was a storm. Um, there were reports on that one. Some somebody else must have seen it and put reports in, and because uh, I did see that on one of the uh, one of the sites and our um, yeah, UFO site it was. And uh, yeah, so what uh, year was that, was that one?
1: Was,
0: that was only probably um, oh probably about four months ago, five months ago.
1: Okay, and so what's again, that? That's
0: uh, uh, what that July. Uh, I sorry. Guess? Yeah, it would have been around July. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, uh, I uh, had a uh, an app. It was a, a world UFO sightings or something, and uh, I thought, you know, I have got on there, and this is probably going a couple of weeks after it happened, and uh, and sure enough, they uh, it was about to that day that I saw it that somebody else had seen it and uh, and put a a report in, and uh, so I wasn't seeing things. <laughs>
1: no, that's excellent. What time roughly do you know? Can you remember? Uh, it would have been round
0: about ooh, oh, close to nine o'clock maybe, uh, between eight and nine I, I would say roughly.
1: Yep, PM. PM. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. Hopefully someone is listening. They'll uh, go and get a bit of a yep. mind blown moment. Going, oh, I remember seeing some light, and might be able to get some yep. feedback from it. <laughs> That'll be yes. awesome. Any particular shapes of that craft at all?
0: Sorry, any other uh, one that I saw at Augustine Heights? The, yeah, um, what
1: was the shape of that one?
0: It, it was round. It was a disc, It was, but it was a, a lot bigger. It, as I said, it was around about 70 metre diameter.
1: That's a and, big craft.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was huge. And uh, yeah, and as I said, I noticed it more so because it was under the cloud. It was, as I said, it was raining pretty heavy, and... Uh, and I've got my hand out the window trying to <laughs> film this one. The ironic thing was, though, I had a phone in my back pocket when I saw the triangle down here at um, Redbank Plains, and it, it was like we were just like frozen. We were, I mean, it could have just been that we were just in awe of seeing this thing in front of us. But um, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I had my phone in my back pocket and I didn't take it.
1: Oh a bugger! Office. Yeah, you just don't think of it at the time, eh? Just too you really glued was, to it. Um, <laughs> yeah that's incredible so um so your mum doesn't remember anything between that um from your first experience when you're 11 years old nothing at all between the time of the park and to going home and for it to being so late
0: no no well i i I did talk to her about it and um she she doesn't have any memory of actually um the missing you know the missing time but i i I do recall it uh because i remember she made a comment of saying how late it was but that she didn't sort of jerry that those hours had gone missing, you know, and,
1: um, yeah. I suppose back in those times too, like you wouldn't have really spoken much about it, but do you remember any nope. conversations with your mum? Well, I, speaking I, with someone I, else, who might have I seen it?
0: Well, I think more about it now. Uh, well, well as, as I got older, I, I thought more about it because, uh, you know, when you're 11 years old, it doesn't sort of, uh, well, it, it didn't to me anyway. It didn't sort of, um, you know, make any, make any sense, you know, and, um, but as I got older, and uh, I've sort of researched a lot more about it. And, um, yeah, but my mum's seen other things too. She's seen orbs in her room, cool. coloured, multi-coloured orbs. That, that, uh, she was reading a book one night, she said, and um, uh, she just happened to glance over the top of a book and there was this ball floating at the end of her bed. And, oh. and uh, it was probably the size of a basketball. And she said there was co- all the different colours swirling in, in, in and around it. And she felt like it was it was watching her, it was looking at her, and um, and then it, it, it dropped back down, and and uh, she was she wouldn't get out of the bed for about an hour. She said she thought it was yeah. sitting up there. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone had, would
1: either. They'll be pretty spooked.
0: Oh, yeah, and uh, I don't know if this is any relation to you know um, this sort of phenomenon, but uh, when she was a young girl, I remember my nana telling me and. Um, She's passed now, is my nana, but yeah. um, she's a, a lovely woman. And um, but anyway, she, my, my mum got very sick. She was about fifteen or sixteen, I believe. And um, they didn't think she was going to make it. She got pneumonia, and she, um, they actually, uh, I'm sure she said they got the priest into something, and uh, and and uh, yeah, she wasn't good at all. And anyway, my nana was kneeling beside her this this particular night, and then she said all of a sudden she just lit up. She, he actually started to glow. It was like a uh, she was cub- covered in this bright, bright luminous light that was coming from her, and and, um, and then it was only probably not not long afterwards she, she the the fever broke and, and and she came good, and um, well I'm here as proof, so. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. incredible. Hmm. So. Uh,
1: I'm not. No. I'm a bit um, skeptical on the sort of sort of things when it comes to sort of priests and prayers and whatnots knots and that but yes
0: yeah, that's yeah, no, my opinion well, but yep yeah, yep yeah, no no this this was um yeah I, at the time i think my nana was the only one that was there the priest had already gone and uh was on the way one of the two but um but yeah she um yeah i remember telling me that and my nana told me as well and uh before she passed and um she said she just lit up she couldn't believe it she the uh, words were she lit up like a christmas tree she said and uh yeah. yeah so i don't know
1: that would have been incredible honestly look like well, you get stories that come through the family and that they they usually are pretty genuine too and that's where the most credible sort it of is. information uh, comes from i suppose I, from... My
0: nana, my nana, uh if you knew my nana she she never you know told the in her life and um you know she uh, had no, no reason to to make that up and uh you know my mum told me the same thing she told me that she got very very old this, this particular time and um, my nana told her that she you know, when she was there in bed, she just lit up like a, yeah, it started glowing and uh, like a big, yeah aura of light all the way around her and uh, it that it actually lit up the corner of the room. It was that bright. Uh, That's incredible.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think it might be a bit more of a paranormal or something going on there, but yeah, it's certainly interesting. Oh,
0: yeah, And, and yeah. Uh,
1: it would have been, yeah. you wouldn't know what to do in that situation, would you?
0: No, no, definitely not.
1: <laughs> you sit there wondering what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, that's what are you? Yeah. Strange things. Oh, definitely. So, what are your opinions on the whole, um, the aliens or and such like? You know, aliens. You think from outer space, like different galaxies, like, like, or?
0: Like, I believe that there, um, there are a number of different species of, of um, aliens. I mean, that's basically there couldn't just be one or two. Uh, you know, I mean, the Earth's the youngest planet in the solar system by, you know, we're talking billions of years. I mean, look how far we've come in a hundred years from what the horse and cart to, you know, we've got uh, jet fighters, lasers, you know, uh, and and that's in a hundred years. I mean, so you've got to imagine if life started on one of these other planets that were billions of years older than us, uh, than our planet. I mean, the Earth's just the baby apparently, and. Uh, you know, imagine the um, the technology they have. Well, I've seen some of the technology they have there. You know, but as I said, other there are other crafts. You know, you you're talking about um, they're talking about like a <coughs> Excuse me, like a, a plasma type craft. You know, they they look like they're balls of plasma. And and uh, but honestly, I think they they just um, frighten us um, too much. I think if they just made themselves known too quickly, you know, I think. I think what they're doing there, um, I don't know, you'd probably realize too that there's just more and more sightings now um, all over the world, all over the world, more regular, more frequent. um, And uh, I think they're just slowly introducing themselves to to let us know that we're not alone. And uh, there's a bit of a, um, uh, you know, instead of just sort of wham bam and landing in. you know, middle of the city or something and freak everybody out, you know, I think this is a way of sort of letting people know that um, we're not alone and uh, eventually I think they will make contact, you know, and, uh, well, you know, it, publicly. Um.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely one thing they need to do, sort of, well, I, I will hope they will just come in and land and just go, hey, here we are, but okay. obviously not going to be the case without we wishful thinking. It, it,
0: I mean, it's got a lot of implications. I mean, you know, you've got your religious side of it, the implications of it, and and uh, you know, you've got people. I mean, look what happened in the 1930s with Orson Welles and War of the Worlds, you yeah. know, and uh, a lot of people just couldn't handle it. You know, it was, again, what I said earlier, what people don't understand, they fear. Absolutely. And, and, you know, uh, I wouldn't say everybody, but you know, a lot of people, and that was uh, an example back in the 19 you know 1930s, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was about
1: then, about the year 1920s, 1930s, I think that did happen, yeah. And yeah, the world panicked, didn't it? It was yeah, um, right. a very scary time for them. That's right. It it's, um, Unfortunately, yeah. it was coming through a radio station like you just said, then radio. But um, these days here, we've got videos and can do live and all sorts of stuff. So it'd be very hard to sort of fake that one. Well, it's not hard to fake it, these days, with the technology we've got, but... That's right. I yeah. don't know if a lot of people would believe it either because like, if you've got live footage going on and like, oh, you know, it's absolutely real, it's live and everyone's all looking around and like, you can pay actors and that sort of stuff to go and do a whole well, scenario. but
0: You know, that, that's the biggest problem today, you know. A lot of it now is, well, I wouldn't say a lot of it, but, you know, there's a bit of it that is fake, you know. Yeah. Around, 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 uh, posts and feeds and whatnot and, um, you know, I mean, there's no doubt there's some genuine, genuine ones there as well, but... Um, you know a lot of them unfortunately um, you know CGI and um, yeah but we'll, we'll uh, they'll, they'll definitely be uh, and I don't think it will be too long before we we start and I mean yeah, you know, before we start in some good footage of, of uh, some of these crafts which has already started you know they're, they're already releasing a lot of um, information now from uh, NASA has, has released a lot. Yep. Uh, yep from, uh, from all the uh, International Space Station. They've seen a hell of a lot up there, and uh, and a lot of their stories are coming out now. A lot of the astronauts now are. Um, That's right, true. we're uh, releasing all their um, uh, experiences that they were told to keep quiet about back then, you know, and uh, otherwise they'd be charged for treason, you know. So, yeah. Uh, which is sad, you know. I mean, for seventy years we've been, you know, it's been stifled and and hidden and debunked and. Uh, you know, which is a bit sad, but again, you know, they're saying, you know, I believe, they, well, they, they believe they're doing it for our benefit, but uh, not to panic the people, but um, yes, I don't know.
1: Yeah, um, I sort of feel if we, if this uh, was introduced like at an earlier time, like say like Stone Age or something like, you know, and they'll just live just around us, the whole thing wouldn't be there, it would be non-existent, we would have adapted with it. And that's well, the thing that's I can right. understand with, like, why the whole fear of hiding away and hiding what the truth it's,
0: is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they've, they've been seeing them for thousands of years, you know. And, yeah. um, it's, it was even in the, it's even in the Bible, you know. It's um, different things. Ezekiel, for instance, um, where he saw this, um, he, he called it a, a wheel within a wheel and there's flames coming out the bottom of it and these uh, um, like angels with cherubs on the sides of the craft. And uh, I mean, you've got another instance of Fatima, back in the 1920s or 30s, I believe, where the three children witnessed um, uh, the supposed the Virgin Mary, and uh, and she gave them a date uh, when she was going to return, and uh, they told the, the, the people, and the, the apparently it was thousands of people there waiting, and uh, it started to rain, the ground all started getting soggy up to their ankles, you know, all the mud, and then all of a sudden. They thought the sun was falling out of the sky, and uh, it was uh, like a big, bright disk that came down, and within seconds all their clothes were dry, all the ground had dried, and um, yeah, but, uh, and apparently only the children apparently could, could um, see and, and hear the messages from uh, the, the Virgin Mary apparently. and. Uh, she told them three things, events that were going to happen. They released two of them, but the third one's still locked away in the Vatican. And um,
1: mm, for some reason, obviously not too good. <laughs> yeah, damn Vatican, hiding all the secrets from us. Yes, lose their position of power basically. Yep. So unfortunately, that, unfortunately that's the way life is. And, and um, yeah, they've done well to hide it. They've just put a whole stigma behind the whole UFO alien genre and made everyone.
0: Make fun of again, it again, be afraid of it, yeah. Again, as I was saying earlier, Anthony, that um, you know, the it would affect everything if, if it was known that they were, uh, you know, uh, you know, we were being visited or they do make contact, then you know, the whole religion thing it's, um, you know, it's you know, it can be, it can be a little bit, uh, you know, when you start losing faith in religion because of these, you know, uh, there's another race of beings that uh, may be. Uh, responsible for us being here or um, created us. I, I don't know but um, you know it sort of throws a lot of questions out there and uh, a lot of doubt and uh, no good for religion. and if you don't have religion, I guess it can be um, a bit of a chaotic world. So
1: uh, yes, unfortunately you know. so. Yeah, but anyway, here's what the world and um, I guess we'll just have to live with it and hopefully we'll see something through our lifetime anyway of something that's really oh, hardcore and, yeah. you know, what yes. we want to see. <laughs> people,
0: people, the top boffins are saying that um, it's only a matter of uh, years. They're saying within the next five years that we'll probably be making contact. So, uh, yeah, oh, oh. they're definitely out there. Uh, the, there's there's you yeah. uh, photos and documents coming through now that um, we never saw, you know, um, a couple of years ago or a year ago, you know. Was, yeah. Um, uh, you just had the little blurry images but now they're starting to get a little bit more clearer and uh, and as I said, now all, everybody's coming out, you know, you've got the astronauts coming out, you've got army uh, army personnel, you know, you've got sergeants, majors, colonels, uh, for instance, Rendlesham Forest, that was another biggie uh, back in 85 in, in England, the uh, American Air Force base that was visited to, uh, uh, two consecutive nights and 80 over 80 soldiers witnessed. Uh, these these crafts and, and these uh, these entities, I suppose you'd call them, they, they they floated out of these crafts. They were like in a bubble. They would, they, they would described them, and uh, and there was an entity inside of these these bubbles. And uh, oh, weird weird stuff. But as I said, there were 80 witnesses there, and uh, yeah, they took photos and videos of it, but we haven't seen them yet. Obviously, they're locked away. Yep. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, I was talking to Ross there um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying that Louis Oladondo's got a lot more footage, like crystal clear, That's like right. you know, um, yeah. you can't yeah. mistake them for anything. Like these things are.
0: I was, I was actually watching his uh, uh, doco the other, the other, well, the interview the other night, uh, the latest one, uh, Ross Ross Coulthard, and uh, he uh, it went for a while now. I think it was about three hours. Oh, <laughs> it geez. was very. Very interesting, some of the uh, stuff. He he said he knew stuff that he just couldn't release. It would just terrify people too much.
1: Uh, it's and frustrating, that, isn't it? Like, it's like, come it's on, just fixed. test us, Just give us that stuff that you know that think you're going to scare oh. us. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not going to scare mean, everyone.
0: Honest, if they were here to harm us, I'm sure they could have done it before now. And the, the technology that they have, we they could probably do it. I mean, they can switch on and off, you know, nuclear arsenals, nuclear warheads. Yeah. They can turn They can uh, dive into volcanic... Uh, things they can, uh, you know, eruptions and and, uh, and you know the the technology they have. Uh, you know, if they, if they really wanted to harm us, they, they would have done so. Well, I know, I'm sure of it.
1: They've, Absolutely, uh, yeah. Um, same thought as well. If they really wanted to, they could have just blitz us right out and had the plant to themselves. So yeah, there's yeah. obviously something going on behind the works there. I feel.
0: Mm. No, definitely. Yeah.
1: no that's awesome, mate. Look, if there's any more, mate, um, any experiences that you may know of or heard of um, through family.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. No, as I said, we're definitely not alone. And I, all the listeners out there, just keep looking up, and uh, yep, yeah, no, they're uh, they're there. You just gotta be vigilant, and uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be too long before they make themselves known. definitely uh, uh, make themselves known.
1: Um, Absolutely. Because uh, yeah, I think a select few seem to get the uh, the special gift of being able to see these things flying over them, and you know how the experience is there. But what about the rest of the world? We need these people to see these things for themselves.
0: I've only ever seen them at night. That's the only w- weird thing I know. Yeah, I suppose you don't tend to look. Uh, well, I, I I seem to notice more stuff at night. But I suppose that they are obviously there through the day. But um, yeah, my actually other I've got another brother too. He he saw an orb. He, well, two of them. He said uh, uh, it was during the day. He was driving, and he saw this ball in the sky. It was like a silver ball. It was pretty high, and he said it was just hovering there. And then he said he saw another one came down right it looked like it was going to crash into it just hovered right above the top of it and then uh the, the one on the top just shot straight back up again and then this other one shot back up after it and uh yeah that was uh, another my other brother i've got two brothers carl and conrad but um yeah no uh i don't know i don't know but uh but more and more people are seeing them no, absolutely that's, uh,
1: yeah no and definitely with your brother maybe he would have been cheering <laughs> seeing something amazing like that and going oh geez what is that
0: yeah but i mean you know um, when, when you see them close up i mean that's when you really uh you, you're just in awe of the, the technology that these beings have yeah it's uh, awesome awesome <laughs>
1: oh it's mind-blowing yeah, yeah i've only yeah. seen a couple of myself there at night time same situation but i just want one of those daytime ones like everyone else sh- like seeing so you just see every like, every single feature basically that's just like yep. you know light and sky like, you can sort of like get a bit of an idea yeah. like is it something mistaken could it be a plane? could it not be you know that's right but, but when uh, we're
0: talking ages away from them, and, and uh you've got no doubt no doubt whatsoever what they are and, uh well i do now i mean at the time i you know i was 11 years old i mean i was a bit young but i still knew that it wasn't from this world and uh yeah even at that age you know so uh
1: Oh, it would have been absolutely incredible, mate. And, um, yeah, something ex- a lot of people wish they had that sort of experience to go behind. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't give up.
0: As I said, they're, they're there and they're watching us and, um, yeah, watching our, all our stupid uh, actions that we're doing with the nuclear
1: weapon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, that's absolutely awesome, mate. Um, is there anything else you want to add to it at all before we uh, shut up shop? Um,
0: there probably is, but I can't recall offhand. the but Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, I'll certainly let you know if I do come across or see anything else and I'll try and get a photo next time. And <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, we'll try as hard as we can, but I bet that photo you'll capture, mate, should be all blurry and distorted and we can't make out anything with it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's another story, too. I mean, they're saying that some of the, the – the, the, they or well, people that haven't seen them, they keep saying, well, why are all the photos so blurry and distorted? And I was listening to that Ross Coulthard the other night and he's saying that, well, they, they can affect – uh, electrical uh, 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 you know our, all our electrical technologies and whatnot they can uh, well, they can stop you know mo- motors they can stop cars they can stop and and, and they can actually disrupt uh, anything with um, you know electronics basically so yeah. what's the same they're not doing that with the cameras and and, uh, and whatnot you know sort of keeping us at arm's length at the moment sort of thing so sort to of speak you know with the um, with the photos I don't know
1: I don't know um, that's a good point, too, and I, no, I don't doubt that either. But um, unfortunately, a lot of our pictures that come through are captured through from phones and um, mm-hmm. very cheap sort of cameras, are, in a sense. But they're not designed well, for even those sort of things,
0: even the ones from the uh, International Space Station that they've been taking as well. A lot of them are uh, blurring. I mean, they, they're probably doing that on purpose, I guess. But... Probably too, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, but. Uh... Yes, but no. Some of these uh, astronauts have had some wicked stories they've they've been releasing, you know, and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're on their like, deathbeds now, so they have got nothing to fear.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm glad it's all coming out. I mean, back in the day, it was a stigma. You know, you didn't want to talk about it because they thought you were a you're an idiot, or you you you're just making it up, or you you're um you know you were mad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. We need to get rid of that stigma, and the more people that sort of come forward with this sort of thing, they um you know there's they take away that stigma and reality sets in on other people who listen to this sort of stuff. That's right. Yeah. So right. mate, you played a big part on that now. You've um, come forward with your experiences and told people the reality that they are there. So mm. yeah, you cool. help the cause there and getting rid of the damn stigma that sits with it. That's it. Yeah, no, exactly. No, that's, so. that's good. It's good the way we're going, but it should
0: have been a bit, bit, bit faster to all the uh, release of some of this, um, you know, technologies that we've, um, been witnessing the phenomena you know so uh but uh but you know it's it's getting there we're getting there slowly i guess but, um mm.
1: yep, yep very slowly but eventually we'll get there yeah. <laughs> mate well look I'd like to thank you for coming on the show mate it's been absolutely awesome having you and it's some incredible experiences um yeah look I hope yeah. to have some sunlight some myself one day like you know something fully detailed and yeah oh, I don't know about the missing time part mate because that would be a bit sketchy on my I feel anyway like yeah, going...
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've always wondered um, what happened, you know, with that time, but uh, even more so as I, got, as I got older. You know, when I was younger, I didn't sort of pay much attention to it, but then I, I'd, I'd heard other other people having similar, um, you know, uh, instances of where there was missing time and, um, you know, and under regression and that they've uh, relived some uh, pretty, um, uh, what would you say, uh, Scary, frightening experiences, I guess. But, um, you know, we've uh, been taken aboard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, just don't know what happened. it's a, no. a lot of questions that can be answered there, which we won't get those answers, unfortunately. No, no, no. Well, mate, thanks again for coming on the show, mate. Absolutely incredible having that's you on it. here. And um,
0: Me, Anthony? No, that's great.
1: Mate, all the best, and I'll hope to talk to you soon.
0: Not a problem. Thanks, Anthony.
1: <laughs> thanks, mate. See ya.
0: Bye-bye bye